what's going on folks welcome to the lemonade podcast i'm your host frank here at the lemonade podcast we go by the same when life gives you lemons we make lemonade and we pour it onto the world and with that we hope to encourage inspire <laughs> and empower not only those of you tuning in but our guests themselves and today's guest is annette there she is hello <laughs> hi uh, welcome hi. to the show thank you so much for having awesome. me awesome how are you i'm doing well thank you okay okay uh so today um you actually on let's say vacation sure here yeah, okay it's a family trip family okay family trip, trip. Okay, yeah there you go mm-hmm. all right um from florida yes right, right, right okay so now are you originally from florida so yes um i was born in miami okay. i lived there till i was 12 and then i moved to costa rica and then came to california eventually after high school and then right. just moved back to florida all right well damn so yeah you know, <laughs> it's a lot of traveling yeah, yeah it's a lot it's a lot all right cool so you got a lot of family here though yeah well i have my or, sister that's it okay yeah i mean sometimes that's, that's all fair. the family that's that all you. i need yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> all right yeah, it's fine. How's it look? <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we got there eventually. No, you know what? We're gonna, let's start. Let's set it off with a little bit of. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, no. So this is a safe space. You can curse. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. Please no hate speech. Um, that's about it. No. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. Homophobe, transphobe, all that fun stuff. Any type of. Phobe. Just don't be really? a dick. Yeah. yeah. Well, you could be a dick. We're not hating dicks. You're no. not. I, 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 I am not for the dick, I, but I do not. I, I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. All body parts are accepted here. Yeah. yeah. No, just, you know what? Just be a good person. Yeah. Just, that makes you know sense. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I'm, uh, well, I'm happy to have you. Thanks. Um, I know we go f- far back. Yes. Uh, it's 2019. Yes. Right, right. I think right before, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 2019. Yeah, right before the pandemic. N- right before the pandemic, it was November. I remember yeah. because, yeah, I remember because I was that very day that we linked up mm-hmm. to shoot, I was on my way to the airport. So yeah. I think we shot for like 30 minutes, got all Great. types of dope pictures, and then boom, oh, yeah. flew out. Yes. Um, it was a quick session. It was great. It was, uh, I don't know one of my favorites still to today you know i share Thank it you. a lot and i'm like why don't i have more pictures i don't <laughs> regardless oh um but that's how i met you through i'm sorry through josie yeah what's yeah, yeah, josie because, i had just shot with her yeah so shout yeah. out to josie um say hi, hi the josie. camera yeah yeah she'll <laughs> if we'll send her this episode if she hasn't seen her yeah, funny babe yeah, yeah. yeah exactly she's, she's <laughs> super dope she's um she's she's always encouraged um, you know, with photography, she's been yeah. very supportive and she loves what I do. I love what she does. We've worked together, yeah. you know, um, I'm bummed that she went to she's Arizona, gone to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. but, but she's thriving up there. She and is. She yeah. I, looks like she loves it. You know, she her and it. Joe, yeah. you know, they're super, super dope people, so super inviting, very, I don't know, man, heart warming. I don't know what to yeah. call it. It was you, you step into that space and it's safe. You feel the love. You do. Yeah. You really do. Yeah, yeah. You know, Joe's as, as big and intimidating, muscular <laughs> dude as he's seen. <laughs> he's seen. Shout out to bear. Joe. He's, he's such a sweet dude, man. Like yeah. such an open heart. Both of them, um, you know, every time I went over either to shoot or just, you know, to, to show up and you know whatever yeah um they were very really really inviting open up their home you know to, to me yeah oh, definitely yeah. so shout out to josie and joe you know this for y'all um and then from that i met you you know mm-hmm. we did our shoot we stay connected you yes. know even through pandemic you know yeah like we used to, a I, true friendship no and through I, the pandemic. right there it is <laughs> I, I like to say that uh you know 2020 was the year of the lemon that's yeah. what we call it because it was yeah. like the 
biggest lemon for, <laughs> for everyone exactly yeah. it wasn't just me her you know whatever yeah. so um through that you know um we we both i feel like we both went through a lot you know transitioning from one, one place to another yeah you know because you, you ended up moving yeah yeah you went through some some of the stuff and if yeah. you want to get into that like i said it's a safe yeah. space whatever you want to share but the main reason why we're here today is mm-hmm. because of what you are doing now which yes. is you are a <sighs> sex educator i'm a sex educator and researcher there you go yeah. sex educator and researcher <laughs> Ta-da. yeah there it is. Awesome. So, um, how did you get into that? So this was actually, it was really random. So I originally went to school in LA for okay. fashion design. I went to fit them. Oh, dope. Um, I came back to San Diego for a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was coming back for the boyfriend, yeah. um, and I couldn't find work as a fashion designer. Right. Like, okay. Well, I have to make rent. So what am I going to do? Right, right. I went to apply at a bar in PB and the interviewer actually ended up not showing up. And my cousin had given me a ride. She was right around the corner at a sex shop. And she's like, hey, they're hiring for a sex shop like employee. And so I went in and I'm like, okay, it would be really funny if I got hired. I got hired on the spot. There you go. She started right then and there. (laughs) Yeah. And then I just fell absolutely in love with helping clients find one, just coming to terms with their own sexuality. Okay. And then two, just discovering new things Mm -hmm. within their sexuality. And so I realized, well, why don't I just do this professionally full time? Yeah. And so I went back into school. Um, I started in San Diego, ended mm-hmm. up in San Francisco, and I studied psychology with an emphasis in human sexuality, went into my master's program, yeah. same thing. Yeah. I researched kinks specifically. That's yeah. the area that I'm absolutely obsessed right. with. Um, yeah, and then I started working as a sex educator in San Francisco. I gave workshops, and then with the pandemic, I moved to Florida, yeah. and now I've been teaching over there, and it's very needed. Okay, um, right. Yeah, if you've seen... I think just as of as of yesterday, I think mm-hmm. um, the medical board in Florida has now banned minors from getting any hormone blockers or anything for trans youth. Mm. So that's oh, really frustrating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to go back to Florida and start yeah. fighting that. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, so, some places are just like seem like a whole <laughs> different world it, yeah. at times. Mm. I think I don't know if we can hear the dog puppy. <laughs> No, but that's um, that's super dope. Um, I like the the way it, it all turned out. You mm-hmm. know, you went from hey, I'm gonna go for this mm-hmm. and great, and I'm sure I don't know if you still dabble in that. I mean, you I do sometimes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, it's more like for me. Yeah, right. You yeah, know, it's it's you know it, it's the personal thing, and I feel like it's much more fun that way instead of yeah. it being more like a, a work thing, like chore, I have to which would have been dope, right? Right. Yeah. But I liked how it just switched around and just making the simple move of being able to just hey i'm gonna go to the sex shop and right. just yeah. for kicks let's see what happens see. and then boom it just like yeah. sparked this other yeah. whole thing yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, that. it sucked because at the time i it just reminds me of the lemons because yep. i was devastated like i was like this is the career that i've been working towards yeah. i want to do fashion design what am i going to do now like i can't i can't find a job anywhere yeah. and so being able to turn that into this entire career new career that i have yeah. now has been awesome no, that's no. I'm saying that's dope because <laughs> you know you took it took it upon yourself. I think you saw that opportunity. And mm-hmm. w- when you were telling me a story, which is dope, um, I realized that some people, and maybe this is just me, 
and pardon me for this stigma, but <laughs> at a sex shop, you don't think someone's there to do something like that, to provide yeah. that type of service. Just like, like yo, I'm here selling <laughs> sex toys. And, oh, here you want this DVD yeah. and, or whatever it is. I, yeah. you know, I've been once or twice. I think you don't really need sex shops anymore. Um, I think I was much. definitely doing the most because, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, typically it's like, okay, what do you want? Like, mm-hmm. here, I'll sell it to you. You want some poppers? Yeah. You want... People, are, yeah, you're just yeah. there showing up. Here you go. But you're like, like, oh, this yeah. is, oh, you should try this yeah. that, and the other. Yeah, that's dope. You're, I think, you know, <laughs> when with that knowledge and you said, hey, I want to help people. Yeah. And you took it to, like you said, doing the most, but yeah. you took it to a new level with it. I liked it. Yeah. yeah no, that's dope. I, I like that, you know, because I think also whenever we were doing something, mm-hmm. we maybe not take it to that level at yeah. times you know it's like hey i'm here show up whatever Clock it is, in, whatever it is. And right and and that's understandable yeah. it happens that there's some some places that are like that i've been yeah. there yeah. hey i'm just here to get paid great and i do the work that i do and sometimes i feel like i care a little yeah. too much yeah but i think that's just the drive within you know mm-hmm. that's just the work ethic um you know but uh, and i try to take that everywhere i go whether it's the nine to five photography mm-hmm. the podcast you know friendships with matt he's over there <laughs> we, we try to do the most sometimes <laughs> um but it, i think it's important that personally in anything that you do to kind of have that mentality mm-hmm. look if i'm gonna be here i might as well do the best yeah. that i can and just go all out you never know the opportunity that might come up it may not happen all the time but yeah. sometimes it will but yeah. sometimes it does and then i like, in my case, I absolutely fell in love with the job. It was more than just, like, selling dildos to people. Yeah. It was really helping people with their relationships. Um, I had people that were coming out of really tra- traumatic experiences, and they were just sharing with me, like, hey, I was, like, I was raped at some point, and I, okay. now I don't know if I can have penetrative sex anymore. Wow. And so I would take their stories and, and help them rediscover their pleasure. Nice. And I think that's what helped me fall in love really yeah. with the job and want to expand on it dope yeah. yeah was there and then i hope you don't mind me asking was yeah. there anything in and on you know, something personal that you were like hey this is what drives me or not drives me but oh, yeah. that directs me towards yeah, that. yeah yeah so like i said i lived in costa rica when i was in my teen years mm-hmm. and it's a predominantly catholic country okay we don't talk about sex mm-hmm. absolutely not um my sex ed actually was top of my religion teacher and mm-hmm. so there was a lot of shame and stigma around everything from stis to if you have sex you're gonna get pregnant yeah. and die like very coach from mean girls um and then in my own life i had gone through a lot of sexual trauma where i didn't feel like my body belonged to myself oh, okay. because there were so many men in my life that were kind of taking ownership of my body okay um so it was something that i had to reclaim Mm -hmm. i had to reclaim my body and i had to reclaim my sexuality and so being able to do that in this context was really healing and it continues to heal because of it okay yeah no it's it's important Mm -hmm. i think it's very important you know especially when you recognize yeah those things like hey this is me this Mm -hmm. is my body you know you take ownership right yeah um instead of allowing others to do so like we talked about the ownership you know, t- mm-hmm. taking um, just your experience, you know, and being able to recognize that, hey, yeah. I, you know, you're you're not you don't belong to someone, yeah. you know, to you know yourself, in a sense, right? Um, I think it's it's really empowering, you yeah. know. And not a lot of people, a lot of people, I feel like may get stuck in that as well. Was like, hey, this is the culture. This is yeah. how I grew up. This is how it is. You and, can't change it. And, and yeah, no, of course. And look, it, to not to downplay any of that because mm-hmm. there are some things in culture and any of it you know that that are important that some re- 
for lack of a better term, rituals, <laughs> maybe, you know, yeah. what I mean? those things are, are um, what, what make us, mm-hmm. you know, what made our history and yeah. whatnot. But there are some things that can be toxic yeah. that can even, yes. <laughs> even get old. Yeah. Like, you know, old fashioned and mm-hmm. not even make sense anymore. There's some yeah. things like, hey, this is just what, this is tradition. Yeah. Why do we do this? <laughs> we, no one knows anymore. We don't remember. We, yeah. And sometimes it can affect, you know, those around us, um, mm-hmm. make us feel less than. Mm-hmm. You know, but when we are encouraged to, you know, like, you know, take ownership, not only of our, our minds and our bodies and whatnot, <laughs> you know what I mean? That that's very empowering. So that's great. That's great that you, you yeah. were able to find out. But <laughs> I, I love I love this whole story um, just from making the switch to so like, hey, the limit was I can't find work and yeah. something I, re- I went to school for. I was yeah. really excited. I went for it, which is everyone Wasn't says. student debt forever for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it's so relatable nowadays, yeah. you know. And then you say, here, let me just go check this out. And then you found the passion. Yeah. You found a purpose now. Yeah. So well, how, how, did you, how do you feel like this whole journey itself has impacted you and, and how does it impact others? I mean, I can't speak to how it's impacted others. Okay. I hope it's impacted them well. Yeah. Would <laughs> you ever hear anybody from... I, know, yeah. I mean, I do. So I do get feedback from people. Yeah. And the thing that I hear the most is that they just appreciate how comfortable I am talking about sexuality. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily just that they're learning something new, but mm-hmm. the fact that they have someone in their life that's giving them permission yeah. to just explore their own sexuality mm-hmm. and learn what they want to learn without feeling shame mm-hmm. or stigma or... Am I weird or unnatural because of this? Um, I think that if I can at least allow people to feel comfortable within themselves to explore more, then I've done my job. Even if I haven't taught everyone every little thing there is to know about sex, I want them to be comfortable with that. Um, And the way that it's affected me, I think what I was saying earlier with that, like, I think that just teaching about sexuality and, and learning about it, the more I learn about it, the more I learn about my own sexuality and, mm. and myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really allowed me to heal a lot of trauma that I have, nice, yeah. um, a lot of issues that have come up for me in the past. And it's allowed me to live a really authentic life, yeah. which I really love mm-hmm. and I wish for everyone. Right, um, right, right. No, definitely. Like I am, so I'm polyamorous mm-hmm. and I'm kinky mm-hmm. and everyone knows that. Like my family knows mm-hmm. that I've done sex work. Um, and yeah, my family knows, my friends know when I was during my master's program, my advisor knew that I was doing sex work. So I've never felt the need to hide who I am. And so I, I, that's the, for me, the biggest perk of what I do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, being your authentic self, Yeah, you walk into a room and I've said this, said this before and I tell people now before maybe this year, I would Mm. thank people when I'm talking to them, even, even Matt, I don't know if I'm. Thank me. If I haven't thanked you, I'll thank you, <laughs> thank you, uh, for um for allowing me to be me. Mm-hmm. I would say, man, hey, thanks for allowing the space. Thanks for allowing me to be comfortable and stuff. Yeah. But then I was like, the more I found out, the maybe the more I got confident and whatnot about it. Yeah. I just, I it was more about me allowing myself to be me. Yeah. So I walk into a room now and and I can just be myself, your authentic self mm-hmm. without without any shame, without any yeah. guilt, without any anything really. You just walk in and, you know, a nice just person, be don't be yeah. a dick, right? You know, <laughs> but and you're authentic and then you're 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 nice to people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no, but you know, now you found a, a like a your own your own superpower. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's so funny because it's just being 
a human being yeah. just being you whoever it is that you know you feel you're meant to be here yeah you know and that in itself i feel has empowered those around as well which mm-hmm. is um i feel like what why we do what we do at least for me my idea of this the whole movement the whole lemonade movement was yeah. to be able to encourage inspire and empower you know through going after ours to finding those limits or you know get, having those limits handed us to us making the lemonade and continuing to do that mm-hmm. and little by little i feel like a lot of people have been able to find themselves mm-hmm. and be them genuine themselves and also be them genuine themselves around those other people that also are encouraged by that and you know i always say just yo, know, just do that be you and, yeah. and you don't have to try and hide anything and if you want to you share yeah. it's great you know you don't have to yeah but you're welcome to that's why i always say this is a safe space I love and, that. you know no yeah. it's, it's super dope and which i i love that we are able to have this platform um and we made it yeah you know it wasn't like we went and sought it out like mm-hmm. we just hey matt we're gonna make a podcast he was yeah. like all right cool and we sat there <laughs> one day went on just online and okay we got we got everything and he was yeah. like all right cool and then we just went for it went for ours and um i honestly never thought i would have maybe you on yeah uh, maybe because you're so far away yeah <laughs> and i don't know what we, happen right no no of course you know but we found a way and mm-hmm. honestly i i think i know we talked about like hey i'm gonna go to florida yeah and, I would, and I, to me i was like she would be dope to have on yeah you know just because i didn't know your journey i didn't know this whole story but just mm-hmm. of what you do you mm-hmm. know it's for me it's that like i said you're, you're empowering yeah. yourself but yeah. others as well i love that yeah. yeah i think it's also really special too because and I mean, it's the same thing with you. We are Latine. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole different perspective that we can add to it. Mm-hmm. When I first started getting into sex ed, I was like, oh, there are already a bunch of sex educators that are yes. really well known. Like, what mm-hmm. do I have to offer? Yep. And then I remember, like, I am Latina and yep. I'm queer. And like I said, like kinky and poly. And there's so many angles that you can go about it. Yes. And that's kind of what you're doing as well as you're providing this platform mm-hmm. for people that are not white and mm-hmm. that um, have different identities mm-hmm. that they can maybe relate to and, and mm-hmm. i see it with your guests too it's just like i like how different everyone is yeah that you bring no to the definitely it's a it's a mixture of, of everything we are especially in this country yeah i mean not only in this world but just let alone this country you know this mm-hmm. like they always talk about the melting pot and whatnot but it's <laughs> like oh we all bring something to this table mm-hmm. and it's great and i like how you you know we touched up on being latino mm-hmm. um uh we have that other side to it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is this almost like the standard. Okay, this is what it's been. But yeah. look, we ha- we know, like you we came from a right. <laughs> you came, but you you know, like you mentioned before, you came from a Catholic background. Yeah, you know, and there's things that you couldn't do mm-hmm. within that, you yeah. know. Um, and say, hey, my experience was this. Yeah. But look, I'm gonna be me, my genuine self, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna kind of break that barrier down. Yeah. And maybe not. And I don't know. <laughs> but maybe not even tearing down that whole Catholic side. Where you're mm-hmm. not talking shit about it, but it's no. like, look, we are respectfully. Look, we're being us. Sometimes a little disrespectful. And, and, and right, yeah. No, no. And and here's the thing. Uh, it's it's fine. Maybe disrespect yeah. is not the the right word. But the thing is, um, you know, being yourself. Yeah. Being human. Period. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Look, this is how I feel. You're queer. Yeah. I feel that. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. So just because the Catholic yeah. church or whatever religion tells mm-hmm. me or whoever tells me yeah. I'm this, it's like, no, I'm 
what can I break away from that mold. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's not, you know, it's not disrespect. It's just me being a human being, mm-hmm. you know, being, allowing myself to be yeah. whoever I want to be in any room that I step in. You know what I mean? And like I said, people are empowered by that. Not just because of like, hey, oh, hey, oh, I'm queer too. No, it's like, look, mm-hmm. I'm going after mine. Yeah. And I, I don't even fuck what or who says <laughs> about it, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I, know, I don't try to be rude, disrespectful or anything, but I go after mine unapologetically. Yeah. Good. Why the fuck not? Yeah. You know, because <laughs> those people are the ones who are like trying to look at me, point the finger. But it's like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. When you do what you do and go after yours, then mm-hmm. then you can come talk to me and we can have a conversation yeah. because then you understand where exactly. the fuck I'm coming from. Yeah. That just reminds me of a saying that my advisor used to have, <laughs> which was um, just have the confidence of a mediocre white man mm. and just get what you want. Sorry, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> my poor Caucasian <laughs> man over there. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> nah. But yeah, just being able to know that you can unapologetically be yourself mm-hmm. and that, like you said, like you can get yours and you don't have to like, you're not hurting anyone. So right. No, not at all. Why you should know? you stop yourself? Because that's not your intent. Your yeah. intent is once again being you. Yeah. Like for real, yeah. you know, stepping in your room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm once again. I'm, I'm happy to have you here. Thank you for your time, your energy, and your story. Oh. Did we have a question today? I have one. You had or have? Okay. Yes. Okay, so. Yeah. Now, are you good? Don't <laughs> <laughs> no, do your thing. We're going to. A little bit. Okay, what are these questions? Mm. Are they sex ed related questions or what are they? I'm not. No. Ah. Actually, Matt goes into his hat. I was just calling Yes, okay. Do you think you taste better with barbecue sauce or ranch? Boom. Oh, oh shit. Hold up. Before think, you answer that. Okay. Have you ever? <laughs> have I ever? Used barbecue sauce or ranch? I would say, I mean, okay, listen, nothing with sugar in any sensitive areas because that can aggravate yeast infections. I just want to say that. Oh, there you go. There you go. There's your sex <laughs> but, ed for the day. Yeah, that's your sex ed tip for the day. I would say barbecue sauce just because it has a little kick. A little oh, spice. Sure. Okay. I need a little spice. There you go. Yeah. Boom. Did <laughs> your, your barbecue sauce ready? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. No, no. Okay. Well, there you go. I like that one, Matt, Matt. Matt. No, no. He'll throw you off, man. It's definitely not success related, but those are always always fun to answer. Um, can I answer? Because I, I would choose none of them. <laughs> none of them? Why? I don't know. Uh, first off, I wouldn't go with ranch. You're like, I taste good by myself. Yeah. Probably. Or just lemon pepper, bro. Just <laughs> Keep it dry, simple. Dry rub. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of anything anything creamy. What? It's just like pudding, you know, ranch, like those, that consistency. Yeah. It's a texture thing. So for you're me. not bringing any chocolate to the bedroom? Chocolate's. <laughs> you're like, maybe oh, syrup that's even stickier that's worse uh, no, but, but but i don't know man. something about the creamy part were we gonna say that i had a second question okay boom if you wanna, yeah let's do it this one's not as okay if you could choose any decade okay oh. to work in a sex shop oh, oh my <gasps> god which in florida you want to work in boom oh shit that's a really good question um it has to be in Florida? It can be anywhere. Okay, okay, okay. Anywhere. Um, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I th- yeah, oh my God. Um, I think I would probably work in... So the store that I worked at mm-hmm. was called Good Vibrations in San Francisco, oh. and they opened in the 70s. <clears throat> oh. And I think that that would have been really interesting. Mm-hmm. Also because because of the revolution with Mm. feminism, second wave feminism, and um, the civil rights movement just Mm. kind of capsizing, 
it would have been really interesting to see all the political change that was happening while working at a sex shop. Oh, yeah. I would like that. Yeah. It's 70s. It's almost like how Florida. <laughs> it's like Florida. It's, so Florida now. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so Florida so you're, right now. you're there now. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Living my opportunity. Yeah. Well, hey. Once, yeah. Once again, thank you again for your time, your energy, and your story. And uh, with that, we'll see you on the next one.